Welcome to the Digital Coffee Date, created and hosted by multimedia content producer and entrepreneur, Jessica Rosado. This podcast is your weekly inspirational dose of incredible women who are making a powerful global footprint. Our conversations feature different women from all walks of life who share their experiences through both successes and failures alike. These stories empower and encourage the female footprint in a society originally structured for them to fail. But whether it be through philanthropy or entrepreneurship, or even the corporate ladder, women are creating a global footprint that will impact the future. A warm welcome to the Digital Coffee Date fam. To those of you who are returning listeners, I appreciate all your love and support. And for those of you who are new to our community, I am so happy to connect with you. We are on our second episode of season two, and it is such a special one to me because we have two wonderful friends of mine who just so happen to be the fabulous style besties of Style It Factor, Liz and Stephanie. They have always been such an inspiration to me, and I'm so thrilled to share their story now with all of you. We talk all about navigating sisterhood through friendship and business and what it means to embrace your most authentic self. So let's get right into it. You both are the style besties of Style It Factor. Can you tell us what the journey was like and the catalyst that pushed you forward in creating the brand? and the style bestie image? Well, initially I had started Style It Factor as a blog by myself. And then I realized about a year in that the message was bigger than me. And so I had kind of prayed about it for a while and and actually had started talking to Stephanie about it in general. And then um, one day last year, I... I had said, I, I don't know. I think we were, I think we were at New York fashion week. And I yeah. just said, I don't know if God is leading this to be us together. I'm not offended if you're not into it, you know? Um, but I really think that it's our story because Stephanie and I have been friends since we were about 19. And then we became best friends when we were about 26 ish. And the story really was organic. I mean, everybody needs a hype queen in their life, you know, a style bestie, if you will, you know, who will like amp them up and, you know, be that person that's like, girl, no, don't be less, be more, you know, uh, uh-uh, wear those heels, you know, mm-hmm. everybody needs that in their life. <clears throat> and Stephanie and I, had totally been that for one another. We lived together for um, a couple of years and it was, we have never looked better by the way, um, because, (laughs) (laughs) because we were the same size at the time. So we had two closets to walk back and forth through. We both like big chunky jewelry. So, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't odd for us to leave the house and have like 95% the other person's clothes on because the only thing that we didn't have at that time was the same shoe size. Yep. So it was that, that was our story. And I realized, I realized that other women didn't have someone who was telling them, Hey girl, go be fabulous. 
hey girl, you know, go do it. And that's something that Stephanie and I have always done for the other one. Or, you know, she'll come back and be like, well, somebody said, and I'm like, we don't listen to them. Oh no. <laughs> you know, we, <laughs> you know, or I'll go, Stephanie, maybe I should, uh, no, bigger earrings. You know, that's really a natural thing in our relationship. And so, um, as Stephanie, uh, you know, agreed to come on, there really became this beautiful comfort level. And it was such a comfort for me, um, knowing that we could just speak about us honestly, and that it would help other people. For sure. Um, I definitely think that, you know, we talked about this a, a couple of New York fashion weeks ago. And at first I was like, yeah, yeah, sounds good. Not really knowing what I was kind of like agreeing to at the time, but um, it's definitely been a journey from the start to where we are now. And we just continue to grow and learn and learn from each other, um, you know, just really working on our communication and becoming each other's like true sister because although we were besties before um it's turned into like this sisterhood where i feel like i i I can i i can say that i feel like liz probably emulates these sentiments but like we'd be lost without one another so um i just feel like it really blossomed not only did it blossom into this beautiful like this beautiful brand and this this in the spirit of entrepreneurship but it also you know we we really blossomed into being like better friends and we always joke about the fact that it's like it's like a business marriage kind of (laughs) um, (laughs) where like um the only way you're gonna get out of this is in a body bag so we better sit down and talk about it um so it's definitely it's definitely grown into more than I could have ever imagined I mean but we all know that that's just that's just the Lord doing his good work here on earth so yeah absolutely now you both have been friends for a long time as you've mentioned and a lot of times we hear the phrase don't mix business and friendship. So how does your collaboration work to maintain like a healthy business relationship and friendship? Um, I think speaking to that specifically, I think one of the things that we've done a really good job of in the last two years is making sure that we have time for our friendship too. Like it's not every conversation we have is about business, although a lot of the conversations we have are about business, but especially here recently, but um, we're making sure that when we're together, we're trying to have like at least one day where we can go do something fun together. That's not business related. Also, I think one key component and not much unlike being in a relationship is having like clear lines of communication. And really, if we feel like someone misunderstood something, taking time to explain what we actually meant instead of there being like that awkward silence where you let someone think, think what they thought you meant, and there be no clarification point after that. And I think that that's helped us a lot. Um, Not just not just, you know, the business aspects, you know, making sure we know what we're we're doing and the deadlines that we need to meet, but also making sure, you know, we're good, we're good in the friendship aspect too. How how do you feel about it, Liz? I totally agree. Um, because I started out already having had been working for myself. So and I work fast. And I'm a, I'm a visual person. I also have ADHD and attentive. So if someone tells me something once, I got it. Rolling, boom, Pam, what? Got it? Yes, do it, kill it. 
Stephanie needs to hear it a couple more times. Um, she needs to write it down mm-hmm. and she needs to kind of like, um, I guess like wrestle with it for a second. Yeah, a second to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, but she is better. She's better maintaining it than I am. You know what I mean? So we had to get to a place where we could, I think we always saw the other person's strengths. I always saw her strengths, even when she didn't. But I also knew that in order for us to have a real partnership, we needed to be equally yoked. And so making space for Stephanie to, if it's something that I already know well, if she doesn't get it right the first or the fifth time, guess what? Neither did I when I first learned it. I'm not going to set ridiculous standards for her that she can't meet and it winds up smushing the gifts that she has. And I think the thing that we have done is we realize I'm the idea guy. Mm. I can maintain it, but she's better at like the mid range and the longer range of it. I'm better at kind of coming back to it. So we perfect something again and again and again as a strategy rather than there being one goal. And then when that goal passes, you've got nothing else. We keep trying to move from a strategy standpoint. And the one thing that that I remember saying to Stephanie um, at a point that we we got really, you know, kind of frustrated because one moves fast and, you know, the other well, what it, it, it like anything, it took us a minute. But I always told her, I will pick you over business any day of the week. I don't care how much money we have on the line. Mm -hmm. And we've said that out loud to each other and realized that we both really mean it. Mm -hmm. I will pick you over anything, any day of the week. And that, that, that thing of being able to hold space for the other person because you want them to be their best you don't want her one to be the queen and the other not to be. No, this is two people. We're two. And we say often like that's Well, tch, thank God. That's why there's two of us. But I don't think at any other point in our relationship or even within our personal selves, if you put somebody else in the mix um, as as either one of our partners, I don't think it would work. Like this was the time that God had ordained for us mm-hmm. because we were able to be flexible enough to come back to the drawing board, um, to, to not get our feelings hurt, um, to realize that, that the call is bigger than us to put God first in the middle of it, to pray on it, to fast on it, to study on it, um, to take a class, take another class, take another class after that, um, you know, to reach out and get an expert to help us on something. We, we haven't felt like we needed to do it all ourselves, which in the past, Um, I can definitely speak to me. I felt like I had to do it all myself, you know? Mm -hmm. So we also do a really good job in this space of, um, reaching out and getting other people to help us and to advise us so that it -hmm. it isn't just us. Um, and so that we can also just make space for who we are and for loving one another in the middle of it. Because if you don't make space for loving your, your partner, whether it's a friendship, a business partnership, or a marriage, you're going to lose them in the midst of the momentum of making things happen. Mm. Yep. And I, yeah, I can't, absolutely. just like, I can't lose you, Jess, like you were one of my OG homie, 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 homes, <laughs> right? I yep, can't lose yep. you guys. I can't lose you. You guys have held me down over the years in all the phases of my life. Both of you, you guys have let me be 
on the bottom of the barrel, in the middle of the barrel, on top of the barrel. You've let me be Beyonce or Oprah or whoever I needed to be that day. And you don't find people like that. Like people don't just, you know, come into your life that love you through all the phases of who you are. So true. It's, so true. That's invaluable. Mm -hmm. And so in me realizing that, then I have to make space and also, like, for me, it's beyond friendship. This We're talking about sisterhood now. When we start talking about right. sisterhood, we don't have to look the same. We don't have to like the same thing. We don't have to mirror behaviors. We don't have to, I don't have to pretend to like strawberry ice cream because you know, okay, well, she doesn't like strawberry ice cream unless it's fresh strawberries in there. That's just who she is. So whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You're just taking, and then you're holding space for in your life for that person to be their biggest self. Jess, I'm not going to be happy until you are the queen of all media, darling. Like that's what I'm holding <laughs> space for. I'm not holding space for you to be Tampa's queen of media. No, international queen of media. That's what I'm holding space for. Yeah. I'm not holding space for anything less. When it comes to Stephanie, I'm not holding space for Stephanie to be a sidekick. I'm holding space for Stephanie to be her own version of La Roach or whoever other fashion stylist that's big time that she wants to or needs to be. I'm not holding space for her to be less. I'm holding space for her to be more. And I feel like when you can feel that from another person, oh, it's so good. It's oh, yeah. so good. And both of you have done that for me. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because as you guys were talking and, you know, talking about collaborating and talking about holding space for one another and loving one another, I thought about, you know, the love languages, you know, in a relationship, you may be with someone that has a completely different love language than you. And in a relationship, you know, the whole idea is to understand someone else's love language so that you love them in the way that they need to be loved, not in the way you want to be loved. Right. And so that concept kind of had this like similar idea where you were talking about, you know, you each, you both have strengths and weaknesses and different things. And you kind of like play off of that rather than trying to enforce a certain way of being, because that's how you do things, or that's how you see the world. You guys are going, you guys are, are working through this partnership and this collaboration together you know, using those strengths and where, where one has a strength and the other has a weakness, it's balancing itself out as you guys go along into your journey. And so I think that's really, really powerful. And I, I'm always in awe at the, at the things that you guys do together. So we know that no successful vision is without its challenges whether they may be internal obstacles we have to overcome or specific roadblocks we have to get through. So what are some of the challenges you both have faced in developing style it factor? Um, speaking to myself personally, um, there were a couple, a couple, uh, I could probably write a novel. Um, <laughs> um, the challenges that I felt like I personally faced. Um, so being that I've never really been here before or been where we are right now before, I feel like every day is a new horizon kind of. Um, so I'm learning uh, on the, on the business part of it, you know, I'm, I'm learning new skills. I'm talking to, to people that I didn't really think that I needed to talk to before, you know, lawyers and talking about the back end of business and things that I really have no idea about. Um, you know, learning how to write 
succinctly and with um, good thoughts so that I can put that down on the blog and make us sound like we know what we're talking about. I mean, which we do most of the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and that I really growing that growing, growing things that I that I've never really done before. So it's, you know, growing, growing my business acumen, growing writing skills, growing, uh, hosting online things. If you would have told me a year ago that we were going to be doing six days of lives back to back, I would have said, nah, no, nope. Mm-mm. Liz, no. you start it and I'll just come in. <laughs> nope, nope. No, ma'am. That's not for me. I didn't sign up for this. Um, we were actually talking about this last night on one of our lives. Like if you went back a year ago and you watched, maybe not even a year ago, maybe six months ago, and watched a live of me, it was absolute trash. Like trash. <laughs> So just the just in the just in the short time just in the short time that we have have been working on style it factor, um, there has been growth. Thank the Lord. Yes. Um, yes. And not just not just externally too. Like Liz and I have been working a lot on ourselves, on our inner selves, working mm-hmm. through you know demons from the past working on upping our own confidence because how can we tell women about themselves and tell them to be confident if we're not confident in our own skin? Right, right. Uh, right. Spending time journaling, spending time in communion with the Lord, um, praying, working, just just spending time getting to know ourselves too so that we can be true to ourselves. We can honor the purpose that God has set before us and we can follow that path. We can follow it in his footsteps, right? Mm -hmm. Because how do you do that if you don't have a relationship with him? Right. Right. So, um, okay. 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 (laughs) So those are some of the challenges that I feel like I face. And then also too, um, I spent a really long time just trying to be like everybody else. I had to really like search my soul kind of to figure out like what, what it, what is my style? Mm -hmm. Like, where did I lose it along the way? Where did I decide that I needed to wear muted colors? Where did I decide I need to wear all neutrals? Where did I decide that I just needed to be, I needed to play small. Why? Mm -hmm. So, so I spent a lot of time working on, working on elevating my look, um, learning how to shoot myself properly, getting the right tools. I mean, it's all been a really big learning curve for me because I really started with nothing, a blank slate, if you will, Mm. maybe a few, maybe a few skill sets here and there, but it has really been a journey in the past year, year and a half. What about you, Liz? I think it was a journey for me because I did have all those tools to slow down and to one honor, um, you know, how much I have progressed and to look and see Stephanie from this really beautiful reflection of how far I had come. Mm. Right. So that I, I love, I love watching her get herself. Um, I love, that she pushes me to get myself. And I didn't always have that same attitude about things before this. And I can say that for me in this journey, a lot of it has been just accepting 
the love from other people in a way that I never, I never could before because it had always been me against the world. And so in this space of it no longer being me against the world, realizing I had someone in my life who just, who is okay. You know, the reason I never had a partner before was because sometimes I can't explain or I didn't, I didn't know if I would find someone um, in any type of partnership. Sometimes I just have a gut feeling. You know what I mean? I just, I am 100% led by spirit. And I can't explain sometimes why this color or, hey, let's just shoot this extra. Or <clears throat> I called Stephanie on the way or text Stephanie on the way home from Cocoa beach day before yesterday and was like, Hey, we need to fast the next two days because we need supernatural protection. Right. And then something popped up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I'm not led from a normal way of, of logic. I'm led by one. And I try to dwell in spirit and I'm a weirdo creative. So you know, I wasn't sure if I could let somebody see all of that stuff, right? Because the regular world tells you that because you're not normal, that's a weakness, mm -hmm. you know, when in fact, that's my strength. Right. Um, because I'm a creator and I, I live, eat, dream and breathe being an artist. Mm -hmm. And the beauty has been because I'm I feel good in that space. And I know that and I know that I don't know everything. Um, being able to, you know, just, just reach out and lock arms with Stephanie and to, 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 we've had the hard conversations of the reason that, that your X or Y or Z is because you don't feel valid as an artist and you're never going to feel that way until you validate you. Mm -hmm. But how many of us go to the other person and say something like that or have a hard conversation. And it's not because it's accusatory. It's because I'm fully, I know who you, you know, are on the inside yeah. of you. And I'm waiting for that to come out. Cause you're the bomb. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's, that's what I feel. The growth that I've had is when Steph and I have a conversation, it's in great expectation of the other person being better. Mm -hmm. It's not an accusatory conversation um, and that's growth on my standpoint. Like I'm a person who never have been interested really like in being married or anything like that. Like you guys know that, mm -hmm. but recently Stephanie and I had a really tough conversation and I walked away from that conversation. I said, you know what? I can, I can be married now. <laughs> I, I can marry somebody because I always had to win. I always had to win every conversation. And I didn't realize that now, and you guys know, you both know God is so literal with me. Several months before I read a, I read an Instagram post and the Instagram post said there's a difference between a conversation and a debate. It said that, uh, you know, a debate means one person has to win and a conversation means that two people come to a common agreement and they both have heard each other. Hmm. And yeah. if you're entering or exiting that, having feeling like you, you need to win, I need to win this conversation. I said, Oh my God, I have done it all wrong. <laughs> I think I need to win every single conversation. And so the, whatever the, whatever it was that we were talking about, like a few weeks ago, 
you know, I just, I rehearsed in my head, like, okay, I don't want to say anything until I am sure that we can come to a common understanding. And it was hard for me because I, to tell the truth about it, and I don't think Stephanie cares. We don't really care about stuff like this sometimes, but, um, well, most of the time, um, (laughs) Stephanie had to correct me. I thought, I didn't think I was right or wrong. I just didn't want to say anything until I, you know, could be 100% constructive. And I was going back and switching things, you know, like if I saw that something was out of order or if I saw that like, uh, you know, like a a part of the copy for the content was wrong or whatever, I would go back and, and switch it to be a more activated language. But I wasn't, I wouldn't tell Stephanie why I had switched it, I would just switch it. Right. Cause I was just like, okay, we just need to move on. And I don't, I don't feel like going through all that. And somebody was like, well, you're doing me a disservice because although it does sound better, I don't, I don't know. I now don't know how to do it because you right. didn't tell me. So now you have to go back through everything and long run that's harder on you. And I was like, well, correct me, sis. Like, <laughs> Whoa. But you know, that, that's what being in a business marriage is. And I was so glad that she told me that. And that allowed us to make space to hire an editor, you know what I mean? And to, you know, do, you know, other things and be committed to investing in our long term. And for me to take some pressure off of me and say, Hey, oh my gosh, you're right. I'm so sorry. You know, I, I should have done that. I didn't want to be the bad guy. And that's why I did. That's why I wasn't saying anything. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. And she's like, right, but you're not, but long-term you're hurting us because I don't know how to do it better. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, and it's obvious, like I said, there's no vision, there's no successful vision without challenges. So we're always growing and learning. And especially with a collaboration, you know, you guys are going to continuously grow and learn together and grow and learn from each other. So it's, it's definitely a powerful experience. So this podcast is all about sharing stories that empower our female footprint in the world. Can you share your experience of what it's like navigating through entrepreneurship as women? And then what well, this is like a, a, a two part little layered question. And then Liz, if you could add to that experience from the lens of a woman of color. I think, and this is speaking to my, this is not something that I think that Liz and I have ever discussed as far as like navigating entrepreneurship as a, as women. Um, I feel like we have always been met with super kind, super uh, willing to help, super eager people. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say that we have encountered anybody who's been rude or malicious to us. Um, There are certainly, you know, in any industry, there are certainly people who are like, we talked about this today, um, people who you know are your sisters or your real friends, and then people who are um, industry friends, right? There's a little bit of a difference. Um, So as always, we operate uh, with caution. Um, But overall, we have been fairly well received um, as as an entity, I think, Liz, what do you think? I would say that, but I also think our lens is different stuff because we're not competitive with other people. As far as like, we don't look at anybody and be like, my gosh, we're trying to be better than them. We're like, that is so cool. 
we're all about making space. We're, we're all about making space for others, but understanding too, that there's a place at the table for everyone. Right. Like we're not, we're, we're not here to win any, win any contests, but we our our bread and butter is that, you know, empowerment and confidence piece and just making, making sure that every person who comes across our, our blog or our Instagram or our social media or comes in contact with us, that they feel loved and empowered and they walk out of the room and they feel like that a weight was lifted off their shoulders. If we can do that every single time, then, then we've done our jobs. A hundred percent. And, and we realize um, as well, we realized especially lately, you know, recently we did a where to work week in our style it factor VIP. And we realized how hungry women are for knowledge. They have no clue. The things that Stephanie and I think are common knowledge are not common. You know, um, the way to pick an excellent blazer, how to know which fabrics, um, how to know that a uh, 65% poly blend is what you what you need if you want a button-up shirt that will not wrinkle, right? People don't know things like that off the top of their head, and we do. And we also realize that when it comes to beauty, when it comes to fashion, when it comes to personal style, when it comes to self-confidence, women immediately disqualify themselves 150% of the time because they say, well, I'm 5'9". Well, I'm a size four and I used to be a size two. Well, I'm a size 10. I'm a size 18. I'm a size 28. I have two children. I used to be married. Now I'm not. So I'm not hot anymore. I'm 45. I'm 35. Well, I'm 25. So I'm not 19. I mean, girl, come on with these excuses for why you cannot embrace your now and go on and rock life like a runway, sis. Like, cut it out, you know? And so we began to realize, you know, well, with every single thing that we do and with the with the beautiful notes and messages that people DM us or send us on Instagram or send us, you know, um, on the uh, on our uh, Facebook Messenger or like whatever, you know, women are hungry for knowledge and they are hungry for someone to say, girlfriend, you go ahead and be the bomb. You know, so we realize that while we are style besties to one another, we're each other's biggest hype queens. The thing that we wanted and we're, we're working on how to do this better and better and better all the time, how to be, you know, our community's hype queen, you know, like yeah. people often are met with friends who minimize them. And by that, uh, please feel the air quotes in my voice of friends, right? Mm -hmm. Because anybody who would ask you to blend rather than to be a statement maker and a storyteller, whether that be visually or with your life or whatever, is not your friend. They're not your friend if they want you to blend. Darling, if you'd like to wear a fabulous earring and be the queen or the belle of the ball girlfriend, you go right ahead with your bad self. Let us tell you the four stores that you can go to, you know, where you can get those. And, and they're lightweight if you have a torn ear like I have. You know what I mean? It's just, th this is the opportunity, you know, of the brand. And I, I think speaking specifically to entrepreneurship, you must find the hole in the market. You must find the hole in the market. And for us, we realized that style education was the hole in the market because um, while there are many different versions of people out there, no one was teaching people how to be a statement maker. 
right? How do I just go out there and have great style and be a little bit more of a statement maker than normal, you know, because there are photos that, that Stephanie and I both have from being little girls. And we realize that we have to dress for those little girls because those little girls in those photos, that was when you were who you were before they told you who you were. That was when you were who you were before they labeled you. That was when you were the truest version of yourself. And that little girl for both of us wore big sunglasses, loved Barry Manilow, Cher, Cindy Lauper, uh, Elton John, you know, um, that, that little girl for us, she had no boundaries. And so I have a particular um, photo of myself with um, my mom's pantyhose on my head and, you know, the pantyhose are pulled over to the side because I clearly wanted to be Rapunzel in my pink Michael Jackson um, members only jacket and my floral dress from the thrift store. You know, I clearly was sitting on the igloo cooler, darling, trying to be, you know, Rapunzel. And I dress for that little five-year-old girl. I want her to be happy. I want her to feel fulfilled. I want her to feel like I grew up and, and lived her dream. I'm not concerned about 27 year old me who was deep in the middle of depression and bulimia and, you know, who was convicted by chaos within her and who just thought she wasn't enough. I, I know, I know we, we have to start looking as, as people who are creating brands and who are creating businesses and who are, um, extending entrepreneurial opportunities to others and who are in the entrepreneurial or who are in within the entrepreneurial space, we must be people who are finding the, finding the gap, filling and filling the gap with goodness. And so that's, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. If you're going to fill a gap, you better fill it with goodness because the world has enough chaos and foolishness. So our thing is always continuing to learn how to add value, um, whether it be to our copy, whether it be to our resume. Um, Stephanie can tell you I'm a psycho webinar taker. Like, okay, today we're going to, we're going to learn this. Okay. We're going to have a session with this expert. Okay. We're going to go over here. Okay. We're going to blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure, I'm sure, (laughs) I'm sure, you know, it's, I mean, it is, but I, but I, and, and that speaks, I would say that that leads to the next point of you asking me to asking me, you know, as a Brown woman, mm-hmm. you know, in an entrepreneurial space, I have always been clear that there was another level that I had to be when I walked into the room, I didn't have time to build up in the room. I needed to be three times more qualified yeah. before I even got in the room. Yeah. I can't, I don't have time to come in and get qualified. I have to be more qualified before I walk in the room. I don't have space to mess up because I'm often the FOD. I'm often the first only different or often the only brown one in the room full of a thousand people. So people are staring at me from Jump Street. So I don't get the same chance that other people get of let me blend, let me whatever. I have to be assured, confident, and fully qualified three times over what anyone expects before I walk in the room. So I always operate from a standpoint of, I need this knowledge now. I need it upfront. I need it before I actually need it. I, I don't need somebody to be explaining something brand new to me unless it's an, unless it's an expert that we hired. I'm reading all the books in every book. I need to understand it upside down and three times on Sunday. 
Um, you know, and even um, the organization Stephanie and I just joined, I'd waited 10 years to join that organization because I knew that I was going to be one of the only brown ones in the country. So I don't have time to come in and be a question mark. I can't be the one who's underqualified. I must be the most qualified in the room or working on being that because, you know, it, it's somewhat of a, in the black community, you refer to the black tax as somewhat of a black tax. But I will say this, although it is not fair, although it's not always the thing that you want to face, um, I have used it to allow me to be the Beyonce in the room. <laughs> yes. You know, I've used mm-hmm. it um, to to my advantage. I have never hesitated to work 24 hours a day if I have to, to be better at my craft. Um, but I love what I do. And I knew in my heart of all hearts and in and in my prayer zone that Stephanie loved what she did as well. And there was a conversation where I asked Stephanie, I said, you know, what do you really want to do? You know, I don't care if you really want to do this or you want to go do something else or whatever. I just really want you to be happy. And Stephanie said, no, this is, this is what I want to do. And I realized the pain that that journey can bring sometimes when you're separating from what was your normal. And so I just wanted her and I think we now want each other to just be the most certified and qualified that we possibly can be on that level, but also to be bringing goodness to the industry on a really great level that we're adding value, you know, because if we can't add value, why are we doing it? Absolutely. So in knowing you both and knowing how our brains tend to work, like the three of us, <laughs> especially as entrepreneurs, though, we are constantly thinking five to 10 steps at least ahead, right? So what projects are you guys working on and looking forward to? Our ultimate goal is to have our own line. Um, we would love to have a, a super inclusive line. Um, we are working towards having our own sunglasses line as well. Um, we are becoming a full style firm. We were two separate fashion stylists and now underneath Style It Factor, we will be one firm. Um, <clears throat> we have all, we have, we've been working, fielding projects back and forth for years. So it just honestly makes more sense to be one, one thing, you right. know? Um, so that's, that's really exciting for us. Um, and we're, we're also, um, working on a book right now as well. So we have a lot of things that are, are coming up, um, that we're really excited about. Now, if someone wants to connect with you both, what is the best way to go about that? If anyone wanted to connect with us, um, you can find us on Facebook. We are on the Style It Factor VIP group page. You can be found there. You can instant message us there or direct message us rather. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at Style It Factor on Instagram. You can DM us there. Um, You can also email us at info at styleitfactor.com. And that's the email for uh, the over, for for both of us really for the brand um, and then we also have our own personal emails and that's Stephanie at styleitfactor.com and Liz at styleitfactor 
com as well. Liz, did I miss any ways that they could contact us? No, you mentioned them all. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I always like to close our digital coffee dates with advice or words of wisdom. So what would you tell a woman who may be fearful to try a new style or try something new that may be out of her comfort zone? Go for it, girl. What do you got to lose? At the end of the day, we are but shadows of ourselves. We There is so much more out there than we could have ever imagined for ourselves. If someone would have told me 10 years ago that I was going to be building a brand with my best friend, uh, that was more like my sister, and I was going to leave my teaching job for thir- of 13 years um, after you know being all comfortable and cushy and the life that I had thought was going to be the rest of my life. I was going to retire from education. If somebody would have said, you're going to be building a brand, you're going to leave teaching, you're going to build this brand and it's going to become this life of its own that you could never imagine. I would have said, you're crazy. I don't think you've got that right. Um, my, my, for whatever it is, whether it's a new style or you want to try a new hobby or you want to try a new profession, do it. Tomorrow is not promised. It's life is too short. We need to do the things that we want to do and we need to do them loudly. There's no point in tiptoeing through life because people are going to know anyways, regardless of whether you tell them or not. And we also just need to embrace the full promises that God has placed on our life. God had said, God has given us every single, every single one of us on this planet, uh, a purpose and a potential to rise to. And all the, the only thing that we have to do is get on the other side of fear and say, he says, yes. And amen. It's already done. So all you have to do is step into that promise. So I say, go for it take that leap of faith, even if it's a hard leap of faith. Same. I second that. You know, I think people spend so much time wondering. I think we all, I mean, let, let me, let me own me, sis. Let me talk about me for a second. Okay. (laughs) I have spent so much time wondering whether or not something would work or wondering what somebody would say about me if I blah, blah, blah that I miss out on so many amazing opportunities to just go on and have fun and be myself. And so to that woman who may be afraid to try something new, whether it's her hair or her makeup or, you know, lipstick, new style of shoe, whatever, I say, go for it, queen. You know, that's always Stephanie's in my attitude um, for our clients is you go for it because life is too short and it's really too short to be wearing boring clothes and not making a fabulous oh, statement, darling. You know, everyone should <laughs> ascend. Ascend, sweetheart. Ascend. Don't just walk into the room, darling. Ascend. You're a queen. Ascend, honey. Adorn yourself. You know, especially because we're currently in an Esther season. Stop taking that lightly. Okay. Esther ascended into the room. She spent an entire year. She was one in a million. We get the phrase one in a million from who? Esther in the Bible. Okay. Perhaps you were born for such a time as this. Why do you think that such a time as this is always two years from now or 10 pounds from now? Queen, ascend. Get over yourself. Stop doubting yourself. Stop listening to negative people. Stop listening to those minions in your head, girlfriend. You're the bomb.com. You are fearfully and wonderfully made, made in the image of God Almighty, who said, You go forth, girlfriend, and ascend. Boom, bam. You got it. Yes. <laughs> well, 
my gorgeous style besties. It was so wonderful having you both on the show today and learning all about how you're empowering women and uplifting them both on the inside and out. So we truly look forward to seeing the powerful impact Style It Factor continues to make. Thank you for having us, Jesse. We really appreciate it. We are so honored. We love you, girlfriend. Yes, we love you. Thank you for tuning in to the Digital Coffee Date, where inspiration ignites meaningful action. Be sure to visit thedigitalcoffeedate.com to sign up for your free membership where you can go beyond our digital coffee dates and discuss episode topics on our growing digital community.